The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. You got to be careful with these pop culture icons. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and loud, unfortunate noises in the middle of the night that are not from your pets or the TV. <laughs> okay. Got you curious now, Yes, don't you I? do. Yes, you do. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we run down the week's tech news, and Laura Holson finally joins us back at the podcast table once again after far too long an absence. Back where she belongs. Yes. We are very excited. Yes, we are. But uh, first, some news. news. Let's do some news so we can get on to, to welcoming Laura absolutely. back. Absolutely. I'm, I'm like totally intrigued about uh, this uh, late night uh, noise emission. It's noisy. Yeah, well, it, it's it's on the first page of the news nice. here, so, right. so we let's, won't have to wait long. Uh, let's do it. But let's, uh, let's get rolling here. Uh, it's been a big week for the hackers and the hacked. After the FBI dropped the dime on him, Spain arrested Peter Severa, a Russian computer programmer thought to be a notorious computer spam kingpin. Ooh, spam kingpin. Spam kingpin. They got him while he was on a family vacation in Barcelona. Although some are dubious that he is the same person, Western cybersecurity researchers have identified this Peter Severa as also going by the name Peter Levishoff. And according to Brian Krebs over at the Krebs on Security blog, Levishoff is currently listed as number seven in the world's top ten worst spammers list maintained by the anti-spam group Spam House, spelled like the German. Nice. H-A-U-S. Nice. So uh, the U.S. Justice Department maintains that Severa was the Russian partner of Alan Ralsky, a convicted American spammer who specialized in, the, remember those pump and dump uh, uh-huh. spam schemes, yep, uh, the yep, penny yep. stocks, and yep, the, yep, yeah, yep, yep. floods of them back in the day. But beyond all this, uh, there's some talk that maybe the United States would like to talk to him about dumping fake news and spewing propaganda spam during the 2016 presidential election. Uh Uh-oh. And who maybe might have asked him to do it. Oh, snap. I believe some of this come out, like the the government has not said anything, but when this uh, man got arrested, his wife said, oh, they want him because he helped Donald Trump win the election. Oh, snap. I don't know. She was just, you know, throwing a little uh, Molotov in there to get the news, uh, you know, people the buzzing wild up just like throwing raw meat yes but the the government is not officially at this time commented on that aspect of it they say no you know he, he was a big spam and there were some warrants out there computer researchers uh, have linked the uh, long-running computer spam business of uh, this dude uh, to malware used in the 2012 uh, election influence um, I think it was a domestic election in Russia mm-hmm, mm-hmm. supposedly some of his malware uh, was perhaps involved in that dry run maybe who dry knows run. there you go but uh, his arrest could give uh, other investigations some important information even if he wasn't the guy he probably knows how all that stuff works uh-huh. and so maybe that's why the He's got intel but yes uh, maybe that's why they wanted to talk to him you know, what? There's a rule that you should never go shopping at a supermarket when you're hungry. Uh-huh. And I just realized I should never be hungry when you're leading off with a spam item. Because oh. I'm starving now. You would like some delicious spice ham? Spam and eggs. Ooh. I like all of a sudden I'm jonesing spam and eggs. Spam egg sausage and spam. <laughs> Oh, no, don't go, don't go yeah. down that route. Yes, all right. So we'll, we'll, we'll get through the news and then Laura and then you can go get your spam. Sounds good. Uh, spam, uh, Sorry, spam sandwiches or whatever spam, you're going to have. Spam sandwich. Yes. Uh, so so that was uh, the hackers there. Nice. Um, as for the hacked, uh, someone hacked into the emergency alert system in Dallas, Texas last weekend. I saw that. 
and turned on all of the city's 156 public safety warning sirens at once. Damn. The sirens began to wail all over Dallas about uh, 1140 on a Friday night, jumping time there in Dallas, uh, and officials didn't get the noise turned off until about 1.20 Saturday morning. So imagine almost two hours of tornado sirens and flood sirens and just things blaring constantly. Wow. That's messed up. Now, as you can imagine, uh, city residents jammed the local 911 system with more than 4,000 frantic phone calls about the perceived emergency, uh, which many were actually wondering if Dallas was getting bombed or if the missiles were on their way. Like, it is such a jumpy time in this country that, and with things happening in the news, people thought, oh my God, the city's under attack. North Korea. Yeah, precisely. So, So there was a lot of worry there. Because many of these emergency sirens are controlled wirelessly and people could kind of figure out where they were controlled by, the law enforcement officials there do think that the hackers were local. They don't think this was North Korea, maybe flipping all of Dallas's alarms on at once. Because according to Wired, who looked into just how one could hack an emergency siren system, uh, Wired says to pull this off, uh, hackers would have to be local. They would need extensive knowledge of the frequencies and codes used in the Dallas siren system to make them all go off at once. Sort of like freakers. Yeah. Yeah, the phone freakers, you got to be there. Uh, Looking at it kind of, you know, from the drone view, though, the Dallas siren attack is just another warning sign that America's infrastructure kind of needs some reinforcement. The tech infrastructure, absolutely. Security patches. Just a little bit. Little patch Tuesday action. Yes, uh, a big big patch uh, for Dallas there. Wow. That's got to be frightening. Yeah, well, just imagine if you were next to one of these sirens to have it going (sighs) off for. Man, in the middle of the night, I you know what? It sounds to me like it's just some yo-hos that were. Yeah, you, I think you know. they want. It was probably like a proof of concept yeah, attack. Absolutely. Hey, let's board. Let's make all the sirens go exactly. off at once. But the terror that must have like ripped through that. Yeah, city. and and Man. it's kind of an escalation. Yeah, they'll hack a road sign as they run zombies run. They've yeah, done that yeah. before. There have been. That's kind of cute. That kind of sort of playful thing. Yeah, and and this one was probably something. Along those lines, just the terrifying yeah, uh, they didn't, things of people's they minds. Didn't necessarily going. think it through, which leads me to believe that it might be someone on the younger side because yeah. you kind of really don't think through something yeah, like this. Yeah, things that sound like a good idea when you're yeah, 19, exactly. or maybe not so much when, yeah. Yeah. So uh, hopefully wow. Dallas's uh, ears have stopped ringing. Wow. Uh, Also in law enforcement news, as of Friday, the Federal Aviation Administration is banning hobbyist and commercial drones from flying over 133 U.S. military bases. The new order is due to a national security concerns uh, that the people have expressed. And also, you really don't want to have military personnel uh, taking out your drone. So maybe it's better for your drone that you don't fly over that Air Force base. probably a good idea. Yeah. uh, The regulations are among the first that solely apply just to drones. uh, But there are other places where the little drones are not wanted, uh, like within a 15-mile radius of Reagan National Airport over Washington, D.C., and all the surrounding Pentagon, whatnot, uh, Beltway things there. Yeah, also uh, within a 15-mile radius of the Kaiser compound. Yes, yes, the Kaiser compound. Yeah. Don't go over there. Don't and go over uh, there. U.S. sports stadiums, uh, they're banned from there because I guess the networks don't want to lose any uh, revenue of having the drone come film the game. Too. Actually, that's actually a very interesting point. Yeah, the NFL is really, uh, they're very uh, protective of yeah. their uh, film rights. Yes, so, uh, so, so the drones can't go there either. And uh, also not flying, cell phone voice calls on domestic airplane flights. The Federal Communications Commission has dropped a proposal from 2013 That was set to allow passengers uh, to yap in the cabin during flights, even though pilots, flight attendants, and probably many of their other passengers, especially those in the middle seat, didn't want that. 
but now you can't. You can't. No, they they put the kibosh oh, on having it. Was it was set to become oh, allowable? You, you scared me. Yeah, you really and, scared me there. Yeah, for a and the second. SEC is like, yeah, no. And so they just took it off the table. So for now, the uh, the cell phone chats in the cabin are, are not going to happen. Oh, thankfully, thankfully, thankfully. Yes. Uh, so uh, and I guess they had been banned since 1991 because of uh, concerns about interference. Even right. though, but they're not taking away the internet use. You can still use the internet function. You of can your... never take away my internet. Yes. So um. So so that was. Happy airplane uh, news. I know yeah. that United had that whole social oh, media yeah. Let's thing. Let's not get started with that. Yes, which I didn't put in the news just because it's probably so oversaturated. Oh, please. But it's, wow. Just the memes. Yeah. The memes. I, I haven't know. laughed so hard at memes in a while. Yeah. Very, very funny And stuff. inevitably clips from the airplane movie come Oh, up. yes. Um, Absolutely. But moving on, moving uh, on, Comcast, which owns the NBC network, is uh, planning on starting up its own streaming service to maybe uh, take a chunk out of Netflix and its huge subscriber base. Bloomberg reports the new service will arrive within a year to 18 months and include programs from NBC broadcast network shows, as well as from the cable channels Comcast also owns, like Bravo, Sci-Fi, and the USA Network. You know, this is what gets me. All these companies are going after Netflix. The problem is Netflix was the originator. They did it first. They're also creating incredibly compelling original content. Yes, the Mystery Science Theater is back. Exactly. So much good stuff on Stranger Things. And plus, it's already part of the culture. It's like, you know, it's not Comcast and chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Try to carve out another niche. Come on, people. Yeah. And Work for it, CBS has its own streaming app. They had that huge back catalog of Star Trek, which we talked about a few weeks ago. Yeah, but still, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. It, it, it's another 6 to $10. Yeah. And I think, well, NBC shows, yeah, they and NBC's kind of known for its sports. And so there's some question as to whether or not they will have live sports, uh, exactly. Olympics and whatnot in this. but. It's like, okay, NBC is going to offer me like old episodes of Cheers or some Family right. Ties or something exactly. to us. It's like, I, I'm not quite sure on this one yet. And their current lineup is not that compelling. So, yeah. So we'll see. Maybe they'll you know, grab a few shows from uh, yeah, classic sci fi or something. I don't know. Battlestar Galactica, maybe. Maybe. But uh, yet another streaming service hoping to uh, tug a few dollars out of your wallet every month. I don't see it happening. Yeah. Uh, Instagram. Instagram. Talk about Instagram. They continue uh, their big footing into Snapchat's turf with a revamp of the Instagram direct instant messaging module. With this new update uh, that they're rolling out this week, text and reshares will now appear in the same thread with the disappearing photos and videos so you don't have to jump back and forth between those little bubbles at the top of your Instagram feed to see everything. The Instagram blog has more details about other new features, uh, but they're also uh, giving users the ability to get to the blue camera icon in three different places on the direct screen if you just have to start filming. Uh, mm-hmm. You can get to it from the bottom of the screen next to each individual thread and within individual threads. Making so, it easy for you. Yeah, so that's new, it's new with Instagram. Take them naughty pictures, people. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Take those pictures, people. Yes, yes. Take your puppy pictures. Of course, your, cat, yes. your cute cat pictures. Yes. Uh, now, last week, the yeah. U.S. Department of Labor accused Google of gender-based systemic compensation disparities or in standard English, discriminating against its female employees by not paying them as much as their male counterparts. This is Google, not Uber. This is Google, yeah. The Department of Labor uh, is still investigating the matter, but said, quote, at this point, the department has received compelling evidence of very significant discrimination against women in the most common positions at Google headquarters, end quote. Uh, This was last week, and this week, uh, Google has released its own analysis of the alleged gender pay gap, and... um, as for the results, uh, Google has found that Google does not discriminate. Oh, really? Yes, Google looked into this. And, hey, uh, I checked it out. 
We're good. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, and they, they put a whole blog post up on uh, their site, which we will link to as well. Uh, and they so? say uh, Google conducts rigorous annual analysis so that our pay practices remain aligned with our commitment to equal pay practices. So that's what they said. Uh, they've got this blog post up there. It's done. They, they also stated, we were taken aback by this assertion, which came without any supporting data or methodology. Watch the pearls there, Google. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, the post went on to state, we hope to work with the Office of Federal Contract Compliance Programs to resolve this issue and help in its mission to improve equal pay across federal contractors. And we look forward to demonstrating the robustness of Google's approach to equal pay, end quote. There's robustness involved? There's some robustness involved. Nice. I don't know. Uh, I think the Department of Labor needs to get all of this data and present why they think this is happening. I'm sure. Probably a good idea. But I think a lot of this uh, is tech industry stuff, too. And the tech industry has traditionally not been very supportive of women in certain levels of yeah. employment. Um, I, like I've said it before. I don't get the whole bro mentality. Yeah. I don't get it. Yes. So so we're going to keep an eye on this one uh, just to see where that goes. But in more consumer-friendly Google news, uh, the Google Webmaster Central blog announced that the Google Image Search feature now has a similar items section uh, in the Android version of the app. So when you take a picture of something on display or in a store window, Google Image Search uses machine vision technology to scan the web and find products that look or are the same as the item that you just photographed. Machine Uh, vision technology. Yes. So you see a nice picture of some shoes in the window. You take a picture. You can uh, have the Google Image Search look and it will scan uh, online stores to find a matching set of those Mm -hmm. boots for sale that you can buy right there. I think it's probably not a good thing for impulse buyers. Yes, probably not. I'm going to take a picture of this. I got to have it. You uh, know? Yeah. And then if a, a page comes up and said, look, you can buy this thing that you just took the photograph of and have it delivered to your house tomorrow. That's deadly for me. Yeah. And, and this deadly. is yeah, beyond things that are in storm windows. Just you're out walking around. You see something. You see a T-shirt somebody's wearing. You try yeah. to find it. So. Yeah. That's got my name on it. They should call it Kaiser Machine Technology. I think you should test this. Uh, yeah. See how accurate it is. Please. Uh, Unless they spot me some cash, I don't think I'm going to go anywhere near it. I don't know. It. You know, the, the summer fashion season is coming. Oh, stop, you know, stop, Get some nice, stop. you know. La, 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 la. All right. You're killing me, J.D. All right. Well, we'll move on then. All right. Fair enough. Um, we talked about Amazon Cash last week. <laughs> and yes, now we Microsoft is set to create a marketplace and currency for its Minecraft oh, game. Are you... S- oh. is, is your kid playing Minecraft yet? No, no. She, actually, she, uh, she, she tried it for a little bit and then it was like, and the yeah, boy hasn't done. figured it out yet. Yeah, so uh, now while the game already had a store uh, in inside the game that people could purchase things, Minecraft objects, uh, from Microsoft itself, this spring nine new companies will be allowed to sell their own feature packs within the game. Nice. Prices range from about $1 to $10, uh, and users who want to buy some of this new content will need to invest in a new form of currency called Minecraft Coins. Really? The Minecraft Marketplace will be available on Windows, iOS, Android, Amazon, Inc.'s Kindle Fire, Apple TV, the Oculus Rift, and the Samsung Gear VR virtual reality platforms. So, yeah, because you can play Minecraft anywhere now. Yeah, you can. Absolutely. And now you can buy Minecraft things with your Minecraft uh, coins. We need to have, like, PTJ money. Yeah. We need to come up with our own. Like, we'll we'll, we go to Ducats. Yeah, we have to get our own uh, fiscal policy set up and develop a monetary (laughs) system. Come on, we don't have to worry about it. Yes. Start minting coin. That's what we're going to do. Get our national bank going. Yes, indeed. It'll be a weekend project. That's right. And finally. And finally. 
Uh, it's out with the old and in with the new at Microsoft. The company stopped its official support for the much-maligned Windows Vista operating system on April 11th after more than a decade of active duty. Windows Vista? Yes. Many users uh, found uh, Vista annoying after falling in love with Windows XP and uh, ditched Vista if they ever adopted it in the first place as soon as Windows 7 arrived in 2009. Windows so Vista was an abomination. It, you actually lived through the Vista days, I did. didn't you? I uh, did indeed. And uh, it was it was harsh, wasn't it? It was almost as harsh as Windows Emmy. Yeah. Now, did it send you back to XP, or did you just soldier Set. on knowing that uh-huh. something was going to come over the horizon and S- save you? Sent me back to XP. Yeah. I always go back when it comes to that kind of weirdness. Yeah. It's like you know, this progress is not what I want. I'm going to wait for the next progress. But do you realize that it's been so long that we've been podcasting? We're like podcast OGs. We're original yeah. podcast. Yeah. Gangsters. We were making fun of this when it came out. Well, we? I just remember somebody having the nerve to tweak you for calling it Vista. Oh, yeah. Which is actually the correct pronunciation. Hello. Mm -hmm. That's how long we've been podcasting, J.D. Wow. They should give us a medal. They should. And and, uh, we outlived Windows Vista. Yes, we did. Yes. yes. Hey, better Vista than us. You know yeah, what I'm that's saying? Yeah, tr- that's true. So uh, it is now uh, joining uh, Windows XP in the graveyard of uh, operating systems dead to Microsoft, if not uh, their users. Yeah, there's still people using XP. Yeah, and probably Vista. Some people like I, the yes, Vista. This, they're freaks out there. Yes. They're freaks. But uh, moving ever forward, though, Microsoft has begun to roll out its Windows 10 Creators Update this month. Yes, that's you could right. get it uh, last week, in fact, if you downloaded the Upgrade Assistant. Uh, but I believe it's coming for a lot of people uh, first wave in this week's Patch Tuesday. So they may be, it may still be downloading if you uh, turn on the computer uh, for Patch Tuesday this week. Wow, that was snarky. Nice. Yes, uh, I was very impressed by it's that. It's a big file. <laughs> Is the party in Times Square getting uh, started soon? Uh, yeah, I believe they're going to have the Rolling Stones will be out nice. there. Uh, nice. There'll be a free punch. And pie. And <laughs> it'll, it'll be very exciting. Free punch and pie. Yeah. So uh, if, if you notice that your internet connection at home is maybe running a little slower and yeah. your Windows 10 PC seems to be doing something behind your back, odds are you are getting the uh, Windows 10 Creators update, which has some nice right. things in it. Um, or you're being hacked. Yeah, or you're being hacked. Yeah. But yeah, just uh, when the computer reboots, see if you have the 3D version of Paint, and then you know it was just a uh, Creators <laughs> update. That's all we have for the news this week. Plus, we have to get to Laura Holson. Yes, Laura. She's. Uh, she's Itching to get on the radio. Yes, so uh, if you would like to read the links from whence these stories originally came, we will have them all posted in a lovely blog post at... PopTechJam.com Up next, Laura Holson's back. All right, listeners, as we promised at the top of the show, Laura Holson returns to the table after weeks and months even yeah, of, of an absence. You've it's been, been on deadline. Time. We were away. You were away. Things triumphant were happening. Return. Yes, it was like triumphant when return. she walked in the door, the theme music kicked in. It was amazing. Yeah, the, the so what's the theme music? I don't know. we got to pick a proper theme something music Something majestic. For you. I would yeah, say something, so. you know, from Elgar, perhaps was, a Star Wars uh-huh. soundtrack. <laughs> Wait, um, what's the you theme and total nerd. <laughs> I love that. Total nerd. Well, I was going to go, what's the theme to The Mummy? Because that's my favorite Ooh, movie. Oh, nice. Exactly. Old school mummy, right? We're not talking about this new weird thing that they did with Brendan Fraser. You want old school mummy. <laughs> she likes the Rachel Weisz, Brendan <laughs> did you Fraser like the new mummy. One? I love 
liked it. Oh, you're killing me. 1999, that's not that new. I can't watch Brendan Fraser movies. I can't. I did like the CGI Scary Beatles. I thought they did really well. Tom Tom Cruise has one coming out this summer. Oh, see, that one I'll give a shot to. (gasps) No. Yes. No. I've forgiven Tom Cruise. What did he do again? It's we like him in not Brendan report. Fraser. You have a thing for Brendan Fraser? I have a thing for the Mummy. I oh, like that. Come movie. on, now you just now. No, you see, I like the Mummy. That's classic misdirection. Did <laughs> you see that? Did yeah. you see that? Well, that, that? That version of the Mummy. It, I, well, it surprised it people because nobody thought it would be any good. And remember, it was like the late nineties yes, before the world yes. got crazy. The Brendan Matrix Fraser was, was like the biggest star in yeah, Hollywood. It, was that before after George of the Jungle? He was a huge star. He was very huge. Hey, we're a judgment-free zone. If you're into Brendan Fraser, it's all good. Yeah, he's not. It's all good. So this is like totally nothing to do with what I'm going to talk about today. Fair enough. I'm going to. But, but we are anyway. excited to debate, yeah, because you have a big story coming out. I now, do have a huge story coming out. Huge story. Yes, it's, it's a big it's story. huge. Well, um, should I say? Huge. Yeah, who who okay. did you talk to, Laura? Huge. No, no, no. Oh, well, who did I talk to? Yes, who didn't you talk um, to? I am of an age, as some of us are in the world, mm-hmm. who remembers Watergate. Remember listening to it with my father and talking about it and sitting and listening to the hearings, which was, believe it or not, 250 hours of live television. Did you know that? that I, remember, I remember they I preempted remember my cartoons and my <laughs> Gilligan's Island in the afternoon. I love Gilligan's like 73, Island. 74. Yeah. Yeah, they would have these hearings and I would turn on and be ready to watch my afternoon TV. I got home from school and there would be Watergate. Let me tell you, that was the first time I realized that politics were important. Uh-huh. You know, up until that point, I was a kid. I didn't know what was going on. Well, but this was big. It was yes. on every single day. And there was a particular person who was on the cover of Time twice, and uh, also on the cover of People magazine. And he was a man named John Dean. And he was White House counsel to Richard Nixon. And And he he, was busy. He was was very busy. But he also was the person who, like, helped the the prosecutors, you know, basically, you know, prosecute everybody. Right. So, because he was involved in the cover-up as the White House counsel. Two-time covers and a people. Yeah, he was. He actually, I talked to him this morning, and he said, he corrected me, he said he was on four covers. Wow. So, it was July 1973, during the hearings, that he was on two um, two covers, like in a row, back to back in a weekend. That's George Clooney level right there. People it was, was pretty, serious yeah. and they wasn't like John Dean's recipes for fritters and you know, how they like, make everything like No, it was called <laughs> John Dean Talks, uh-huh. which is, you know, he did had five days of testimony in in at, for the Senate committee who was, you know, investigating Watergate and kind of blew everything apart with what he was telling people. If there's anyone out there who's listening to this and don't know what Watergate is, just Google it. Yeah, we're, we're not gonna watch all the president's men. That. We're not gonna put Laura. Where, I'm not gonna go on the Wayback Machine and try to watch all the president's men. Exactly. Well, even better yet, go to YouTube. Because, YouTube, yes, yeah. and watch the actual tapes. Right. So you know, as everyone knows about Watergate, right. or, you know, I'm sure many people remember this, is that there was a break in at the Watergate office complex in which um, these people called the Plumbers were trying to break into the or did break into the Democratic National uh, Committee's headquarters and got busted. There were five of them. This sounds familiar. Yes. And it was, well, and so there was a big cover up. So I started thinking about him and I was thinking about Donald Trump and, you know, the fact that he tweeted that Obama wiretapped him. And I thought, who else could give us, um, you know, our Times readers an idea about, you know, what's the context to all this? So John was in town. 
and he and I went to the Trump Grill for lunch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Taco Bowl, Taco Bowl. He didn't have a Taco Bowl. I All asked right, him if he wanted enough. one. Oh, yeah. nice, I said, you should nice. have a Taco Bowl. Well played. Thank you. Well played. He had a Coke Zero and a Cobb salad. See, right wow, there. healthy eating. Like a Coke Zero. No, see. It no. was actually, I'd never had one before. It was not so bad. No, okay. You guys are killing me. Anyway, so you guys had a lovely lunch in Trump yeah, Tower. Yeah, and we talked and... a lot about like wiretapping because, uh-huh. as we know, Trump claimed that Obama, you know, wiretapped his phones in Trump Tower. So I thought, what better place to go have a meal? Yes. And if anybody knows about wiretapping, John does because 37 of his phone calls and meetings in, you know, the Oval Office were recorded by Richard Nixon. Oh, and that that reel-to-reel tape recorder that that reel-to-reel tape recorder, and you can find those. You can listen to them. That you can find them on YouTube. So I said to him, I go, you know, let's talk a little bit about wiretapping because it makes it sound like it's some new kind of form of well, they call it surveillance, right? Doesn't the White House call it surveillance? But the fact is, if you go back in history, this kind of thing has been going on for a long time. His feeling was that he thought it was crazy that Trump had to tweet it because. He's the president. He could find out any minute what's going on yeah, with wiretapping, what's going on with, you know. Call his, the FBI and say, yo. Exactly. Know. But he and doesn't so, trust the FBI. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, he has a different theory. He thinks he just doesn't think about it, that there's no, like, you know, thought process. That's to, fair So this might have been an impulsive tweet, right. we think. Impulsive, yeah. like four tweets. Yeah. <laughs> Again, talking to him, he was talking about kind of how silly it was that, and these are his words, not mine, he could find that out within one phone call. I don't think he even knows or thinks. It just comes out. And so in this era of free Twitter and you can say what you think, you know, you can get yourself in a lot more trouble, believe it or not, uh, if you're the president kind of tweeting stuff about your predecessor yeah. and accusing them of, of a felony. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. got a pretty big follower list there. And so and what we started talking about, too, is if you remember those tweets from the president, everybody says that he wasn't taped at all. He wasn't. Right. There was no you know, wiretapping going on. But they do say something's up with Russia. And, you know, John knows a little bit about conspiracy theories and cover-ups. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, a Just little bit. Little and he bit. was like, yeah. you know, their their behavior is really suspicious. They, they could just basically invite everybody into the White House and say, you know, our files are open. Look at whatever you want. Just go for it. Right. And he goes, a normal administration would do that. But this administration does not. And that's what gives him pause. Now, this is a man who was, you know, you know, basically was recorded by his boss, the president. Mm-hmm. This is a man who participated in a cover-up and was sentenced, you know, to go to prison. He'd end up not going to prison. This is what you call uh, one of your, uh, your so-called experts. This yeah. is not even yes. so-called. This is an expert. Yes, he has uh, actual uh, experience yes. with this. So. chops, as they say, mm-hmm. chops. Yeah, and he was telling me that, uh, and he was describing for me what it was like working in um, Nixon's White House. And he said that he used to make everybody, he used to ask everybody to take lie detector tests. Like he was so worried about leaks. Wow. Kind of like the White House, you know, the White House is now. They're really worried about leaks. Well, he was saying, he goes, oh my gosh, you know, Nixon would just have everybody go take lie detector tests. And they would never get done because people were like, you really can't do that, you know. But so it was a real high level of paranoia. He would also uh, record conversations with journalists and all of his own staffers, just hundreds of hours of these tapes that people still haven't really gone through. Wow. But you can find them on YouTube, which I think is interesting. So someone has digitized the Nixon tape collection? Yes. Except for 18 minutes. Yes, yeah, that, right. uh, yeah, Rosemary. Uh, is it 18 uh, minutes or 19 minutes? Yeah, it's yeah, 18, 18 and a half. 18 and a half. Actually, right. I have a story about that. Nice. 
I I knew Rosemary Woods. Did you really? I did. She when I one of my first jobs was at an investment bank. Look up Rosemary Woods, please. We're not going to do it for you. Yeah, exactly. And um, she uh, was one of our clients when I worked at this investment bank. I remember asking my boss, "Wow, I kind of want to." I want to ask her about, and he said, if you ask her, you're fired. Oh. Yeah. So I was not allowed to ask about the 18 <laughs> minutes. Mm-hmm. 18 and a half. 18 and a half minutes, right? Of there course. You know. Of course. Yeah. But where would you think, imagine that she lived other than at the end of her life in Ohio? Cleveland? New York? The Watergate. Oh, oh Watergate. stop. She, totally. No. It's totally true. It's totally true. Oh, that's just awesome. Well, she lived at the Watergate. That is just awesome. Do, do we have any idea what Nixon would have been like with Twitter and the internet and <laughs> well, all the a, new ways you can bug yes. people? That's a very, very good question because if the technology was as good as it is now, I mean, everything would be bugged. I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> it was. I, I was looking at some ma- a map of the Oval Office and it was like, I don't know, 10 or 12 places it would have been. They really yeah, just had everything. the little microphones and yeah. like behind like the paintings the and yeah. you know, the, the buffalo or whatever. It's yeah. In there. yeah. But regarding Twitter, what he said about Nixon was that Nixon in private, if you listen to his tapes, he was not very articulate mm. and that he was kind of roaming around with his words. Really, there was a, like a lot of a journey of his uh-huh. trying to get to a finished thought. And he said, well, a private Nixon is a lot like a public Trump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he says they're very, very similar. The difference is Nixon would study. He would really prepare for his press conferences. Right. So he looked like he was not as shy and as he was, but he was not extemporaneous at all. So I don't even think he'd be on Twitter. Yeah, I'd, well, I mean, Nixon was also a career politician, like having exactly. been vice president with Eisenhower and had come up through all of the political system and right. he knew yes. how the game was played and he was kind of old school Washington, right? So Definitely. I think he may have just said, oh, I could get myself into trouble with that and yes. step away. Um, well, also, I think he would have had to prepare for it. So maybe a tweet would have taken him two days to Yes, <laughs> and it would copy edited and fact-checked. And, exactly. I still you know. would have followed the account. I would have Yeah, followed. I mean, John was very clear to say that nothing that the, you know, Trump organization has done now is illegal. So he's very clear about saying that, but he's curious to see how the Russia investigations pan out. You know, because he says, you know, there's kind of some smoke there that looks a little bit suspicious, but we won't know until, you know, everybody does their job. So check it out. I think you'll be really intrigued by, uh, you know, kind of listening to this man. He's For people out there who uh, want to read the story, we will, of course, link to it in our page O links uh, with the blog post that accompanies this uh, episode of the uh, podcast here. Absolutely. And uh, wow. So, so Laura, it's so great to have you back. I know, and also it's bringing such back. a good, fun, juicy story. And, yeah, it's um, fun. and so that got you working uh, fairly busy uh, there on the. Uh, I've got some really interesting pieces coming up. Yeah. So um, I'll have other kind of interesting things. But, you know, I've always got my eye out for technology and culture and how it cross pollinates. Yes. And that means that we will have to have you back as soon as you get one of those. Hey, you can. can come back and talk about anything. If you yeah, want. you want to come back come and you back. talk about Brendan Fraser. Or... <laughs> yes, Brendan Okay, Fraser. sorry. This is what I was going to tell you at the top, but I decided to wait. Okay. So I'm planning a trip to Morocco with some friends. Nice. And so I was like pretty excited and like, because Morocco is so pretty. Morocco, yes. So then I was researching it and I found this place, which is like called the Gateway to the Sahara. Mm. And I thought I have to go there. And when I researched it more, I realized it's where the mummy was filmed. Uh, full circle. Do so they have mummy full set location tours where you can go and see the the actual sand <laughs> nice. that was in the? 
Yeah, no. <laughs> she's too excited about this. Look at her uh-huh. face. She's like, hey, she's I bet there. there have been Brendan Fraser cutouts <laughs> that you can stand next to, and Rachel Vice maybe not so much. I never but, once at a party. But I mean, like, I don't want to sound like I'm some like whatever. I like the movie. It's about the All movie. Right, fair yeah, enough. Fair you enough. know, there's no judgment here. There's no, judgment I know, but I just want to make this clear to everybody listening. It's just, <laughs> it's the totality of the film. The totality. Yeah, no, I remember <laughs> liking it too because it was. It's been a while since we'd had an Indiana Jones, Jones and thank if you, you like the yes. ar- you know enough. the archaeological fun and and maybe you know Indiana Jones shouldn't have come back with the crystal skull thing. We just had the mummy. And, that was you know, terrible. Been happy with that. I didn't like really the yeah, jump the jump the nuke the nuke fridge. The fridge. Yeah, nuke, nuke the, the fridge. fridge. Yes. Um, All right, I'm gonna go home and watch the mummy then. Yeah, watch the okay, mummy and then enough. watch the Watergate and hearings you're and your evening is complete. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I can send you notes. Excellent. That's right. You got notes. Now I'm scared. We got to thank the bros. Yes, we have to thank the bros. Thank you, bros. Thank you, bros. Build something with the bros. Builtbybros.com. Yes, and we have to thank our listeners. Absolutely. Thank you, listeners. Thank yes, you for Yes, and we have to thank Laura Holson, who's Laura back Holson. in the house. After I love much being too here. Long, uh, yeah, Anytime, anything you want to talk about, just come on down. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, anything. Anything at all. Yeah, you know, we, we can do wiretapping through history, you know. Wiretapping through they history. They used to hack the telegraph lines in the Civil War. People I get up on the pole and hack in. So, you know, people think, oh, wiretapping is news. I know it's not. Right. Yeah, and I think it's important, though, for, for younger generations, you know, who don't maybe remember Watergate like we do. Right. Like those of us who, are, you know, remember it in real life, in real time. Yeah. Why do you keep um, looking at me? <laughs> I don't remember it. It's your eyes. It's my eyes. Yes. It's, like, like, it's my gray freaking hair. That's what it is. Brendan Fraser's eyes. Let's put on the fedora, please. <laughs> on that note, we got to go. <laughs> yes. All right. So we will be back next week with uh, more tech news. And uh, Pedro will hopefully have stopped giggling by then. Um, everyone have a lovely week. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.